0: Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by com, a family financial app. Jasby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn their financial responsibility. Jasby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone right now and go to com. that's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more.
1: All right, we now welcome on Coach Robin Rosa coming off a big win, an exciting one, 41-35 against Ward Melville.
2: Coach, how are you doing? Uh, I think it was a good time for my guys to get uh, hit in the face. A little punch in the face is good for them. Uh, not good for the coach because, I, you know, I started sweating bullets, but, yeah, it was <laughs> a good. it's a good thing for them to grow. I mean, you know, if you want to get to the playoffs and get to the destination they want to get to, they got to realize that, Eventually, during games, you're gonna finally get play a team that's gonna hit you, and you gotta respond. And they did. Yeah, was this just kind of a wake
1: up call for you guys? Because you, I mean, you'd really just been rolling all season, and then they just kind of came out and just you
2: guys come out a little flat in this one. Uh, I wouldn't say flat. You had to sometimes, you know, give the coaches due. And Warren Melville had some really good athletes. Their quarterback was outstanding. He tremendous runner and. And he was breaking tackles and making plays on us, and, and then he hooked you, you know we had him down. Uh, I forgot what I think it was the second touchdown. We had him fourth and twenty-two, and they and ran the hook ladder and ladder, and they got it for a touchdown. So man, sometimes your your opponent is working just as hard as you are, and you got to remember that.
1: Yeah, and it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be a wake up call, right? Like, man, we could still. I mean, it is still like every. I guess it's every any given Saturday for you guys, but any team at any day could come out and surprise someone.
2: Well, you know, and that's been my motto. You know, it's been my motto from day one. I don't care who we play. Listen, you know, we fear no one, respect everyone. It's really that old saying. And we respect everyone because we've been there. We know what it's like. Everybody's after you. All of a sudden, we're the, I guess, basically, we're not the hunter anymore. We're the hunted. And uh, so everybody's bringing their A game. And uh, there won't be any different this week. But Ward Melville brought their A game. And, uh, you know, we made some good adjustments at, at halftime, which made a difference to slow them down and, and, uh, control their quarterback. But, you know, we, uh, we had a great running game. They, they, they stopped our pass game because they gave us the run game and we took it.
1: Yeah. And what were some other turning points for you guys in the game to
2: really put you over the top and and win the game? Well, it was definitely AJ Evans and John Maldonado, my two running backs, uh, between them, I think they rushed almost 200 yards. Um, and, AJ, A.J. was making some unbelievable, unbelievable runs. runs, one touchdown run. I don't even, even know how he got did. out. It was He hit a crowd of people, and the next thing you know, he spun out and racing down the sideline for a touchdown. I was like, what the heck was that? And as a coach, you take it. You know, it's like uh, every offensive coordinator sounds great and say, oh, yeah, I called that play, and that's exactly the way I thought it was going to come out. But, no, A.J. made some unbelievable runs, and uh, that was the difference, I think. We had a couple of good stands. Uh, in the second half, where we really uh, did some good stuff and stopped them on uh, on third on third down, and we needed to do a couple stops on third down. There were no punts going on in the first half, so that, that'll tell you. It's my kind of, kind of football offense. game. Oh yeah, <laughs> wasn't for me though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know? uh, they went up seven nothing. We tied them seven seven. They went up 21-21, 14, 14, 14, and that's a, that was the halftime score. And then we punched two in. We felt comfortable, and then all of a sudden, with less than a minute to go, they we made a miscue on the coverage, and they scored. They had a they did an onside kick. We recovered, game set match. But they, listen, Ward Melville is always they have great skill kids. They're all lacrosse kids. They they run like the wind. So you know that's the big thing about them is they have skill kids that can run with my skill kids, and when you have that, now it's a different game. So.
1: Yeah, the endurance too. I bet the without doubt. players, yeah, that they just keep on going.
2: They go on forever. So you know, kudos to Ward and and their coach. They, but at the end of the day, I I like the aspect that my team had to listen. They got to start negotiating or navigating actually through tough times. And this was the first time they they've had a tough time since probably the championship game. You know, if you think about how the season's been going, but. At the end of the day, when the playoffs start, or even just this week, never no, mind the playoffs, this is a playoff game this week. This is Comac. they got a tremendous quarterback. So we have to treat them with the same respect we give Ward Melville.
1: Yeah, and with Comac, I mean, we were talking before we started the interview up that first place is on the line with this game, and they're coming into the season with a good record, too, 5-1. and one. Correct. So what do you expect to see from them?
2: Uh, they have a great quarterback. Uh, this young man has a, has a rocket for an arm to run he's got both um he's got two really good receivers uh that i really like and then on defense they got a kid number eight who's probably gonna go to a division one school he's got to be six five easily maybe six six and he comes off the edge so we have to make sure we we have to account for him in every play um but they they're really they, they can score with anybody Uh, Our DBs are going to have to do a better job. We can't misstep on secondary coverages, and then we have to contain the quarterback because he likes to run. So we have to contain him, and so those that's a it's a big it's going to be a big job for us this week. Uh, Defensively, they're not as good, but offensively, they are. They they're as good as us for sure.
1: Well, you guys have had a lot of uh, experience this season, right? Dealing with those quarterbacks like that that have the arm and the leg.
2: Yes. Uh, and those are the ones that drive crazy because not only what happens a lot of times, especially in high school, maybe maybe even just any level, when a quarterback who can throw, now you have to make a decision. Are you coming after him or are you going to play coverage? Well, what happens is we're we playing coverage, and now he sees it, and now he takes off, and now it's just like a scramble drill, and now we've got a, a kid that can run, and now he's going to make a play, and, you know, get 20 yards and we had a spy on this quarterback and he still got he still had a tremendous day he he, he really did he, he was ridiculous how many yards he had so yeah this is a problem yeah and what I've noticed a lot with quarterbacks
1: like that too is they can get it in a way where they have a defender in no man's land where if they come on the quarterback or they go towards them they could just hit a receiver that's right behind them But if they stay in coverage they could take off and
2: run and it just makes it impossible yeah That's a defensive coordinator's nightmare. You know, Mike, defensive coordinator, is very good. He's come up with some really good schemes uh, to contain it. But, you know, what happened at the end of the day, like this last game, we have a very big defensive end. We stopped their run. But then he can't catch the quarterback. So we had to take him out, put a faster end in, go to some kind of nickel package where we brought another secondary guy in. And now we were faster, and that made the difference in the second half. And we might have to do that this week as well. Because this guy is a runner, we need we need you need speed. You know, we have to have our speed on the field uh, to hopefully counteract. But it's very hard because you got to know. You know, you're gonna look at personnel, and hopefully we can figure it out. Is they bring in their big personnel to run like lead and power, and then when they run their speed personnel, we have to put our speed out there. So that's that's our job. That's that's and as coordinators and as head coaches, we have to make sure that our guys in the right spot.
1: And how big of a game is this in terms of uh, seeding for you guys? I mean, I know we said first place is on the line, but how much does it impact the playoffs for you guys? Like, say you win this game or say you lose this game. What are the scenarios
2: there? Oh, uh, it, it's everything. Um, if we lose, we, we can land up being in second or third place. That's wow. By, yeah, because of the power points. The power points are everything. And uh, so it's, it's a calculation of points. You know where you began in the beginning of the year. So we were ranked number three. Floyd was one. States of North was two. Comac was four. So really, you got this is the three four game. And uh, if they beat us, they they could jump us and land up in first place. So this is it. This is we need to be. We want to be the one seed. You know, if you're the one seed, because the top eight teams make it in your league. So number one would play eight and two, seven, three, six, and four, versus five. So if I want to stay with one playing the eighth, eighth place team. Um, and you know what? And it's been such a special year. I would hate to say that we, you know, it's, it's not that the season's over. It's just that we would like to stay at the one seed and, and continue on and have home field advantage and all of that. To me, that's important too. So, that's yeah. Great. How
1: big is that for you guys? The home field, the, being able to have that throughout the entirety of the playoffs, that's going to make a huge difference, right?
2: Well, yeah. And, and the way they do it in Suffolk County is the first round is home, the second round is is the highest seeds is home. So let's say we're one, we would stay home for the first two playoff games, and and then the third, if you're if you're able to get to the finals, the finals are held at Stony Brook University. So. And then the Long Island Championship will be after that. So, yeah, (laughs) a lot on the line.
1: Yeah, fun times. That's that's an exciting game you guys got coming up. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Coach, thank you so much as always. And we'll uh, talk next week, and hopefully we'll be talking about how we're still in first place.
2: Well, that's why I call you. Make sure that we're still doing (laughs) the right thing.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll do everything I got this week, anything I can do.
2: (laughs) I have you and my mother doing rosaries. Don't worry about a thing. I go, go to the best. (laughs)
1: <laughs> perfect perfect yeah what a combo
2: <laughs>
0: All right,
1: buddy.
0: you take care of yourself you too once again we want to thank our sponsor jasby.com for sponsoring this podcast parents you need this app to make your life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility kids learn best by experience and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role go to jasby.com to set up your free family account today that is j-a-s-s-b-y.com